0: And here, every member is an owner. That's why you get personal service, better interest rates, and lower fees, all to help you achieve your financial goals faster. So if you're ready to take that leap from customer to member, welcome to America First Credit Union. Equal housing opportunity lender, federally insured by NCUA.
1: Old Chicago Pizza and Tap Room in Logan is your place for the best local and regional craft beers and tap room fare. Hungry for pizza? Choose from Old Chicago's Chicago Thick Crust and our made-fresh daily ale dough pizzas, all with your favorite toppings. Old Chicago has lots of great options, including handcrafted burgers and fresh salads. Old Chicago has 40 beers on tap, rotating handles, and over 90 craft beers on the menu. OC is the best place for all of your pre- and post-game celebrations. Old Chicago, located across from USU campus, serious craft brews, seriously good food. Aggie
0: fans always stay smart when they stay at the Holiday Inn Express and Suites in Logan. When you stay with us, you'll enjoy a complimentary hot breakfast with pancakes made to order, free Wi-Fi, fitness center, and a large swimming pool. Our clean, fresh beds, along with your choice of pillows, ensure you will sleep well. Located on Main Street in North Logan, just minutes from Utah State University. Visit us at hiexpress.com or call 435-752-3444 for reservations. Stay smart, Aggie fans. On the Aggie Sports Network. From Learfield IMG College, Aggie Basketball has been brought to you by Guild Mortgage, own what matters. Zion's Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. The Logo Shop, we logo stuff. Also by Icon, empowering a more active balanced lifestyle. Welcome to Aggie Post Game, here's Scott Gerard.
1: Final in this one, 77-61. Utah State with a 16-point victory. And boy, you know, I just tweeted out, Aggies feel like they're getting a little bit of that old mojo back.
2: Well, I mean, we've been playing really, really well. I mean, we really have. And, and uh, you know, without the, um, the the ending to the Boise State game, I, I think we'd feel like, you know, our offense is really clicking as it did last year. Yeah. That's the mojo you're talking about. So, you know, nothing to hang our heads about. But this, this team Today decided that they were going to put the clank clank on them defensively in the second half, and I think that was the difference in the in
1: the world. Big win tonight. Sam Merrill at twenty five points, five assists, took over the game in the second half. But I'm I'm gonna tell, and Alfonso Anderson um, is uh, is our post is gonna be our post game conversation to me. And I need I want I need to get that uh, the uh, the uh, the book so I can look at the play by play. To me, that that block at the rim. In transition is the play of the game, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, because I mean, it, and just to kind of play it back, you know, the Aggies had been turning it over, um, which had led to either layups or or some sort of mismatch defensively, and, and Colorado State was scoring their baskets that way. But Alfonso uh, errant pass by whomever whomever passed that, and uh, Fonzie then then tracked it all the way down. And ended up blocking that ball at the rim, and I thought really it got the crowd. I mean, on their feet yeah. and absolutely crazy. We didn't even hear consecutive whistles after that.
1: Yeah, and uh, and so with Utah State getting the W tonight, picking up their 16th win of the season, they are now five and four in conference play, and uh, and now you got Wyoming next week, and again you got a huge one against San Diego State, obviously, and that's that one's going to be a very tough one to tough one to win. But if you look at the other games coming down the stretch after San Diego State schedule opens up a little bit and that's where i think utah state's got a chance to really make a run
2: yeah i was just kind of taking a look at that and hey you know i, I like our i like our, our our week next week you know you if we, if we can take our if we can have our minds right and take care of business you know step by step and handle wyoming and then going to san diego state free playing like we did last year at, at their place um just kind of free and easy now i understand the outcome was the outcome but um you know it's a little different we had so much pressure on our we put so much pressure on ourselves and then when we played the game here and we had uh, Kata back, right, right, fresh. And it just wasn't – the mojo wasn't quite right. But I like the way we're hitting on all cylinders right now going into that game. And then after that, you're absolutely right, two consecutive home games that will uh, that'll really uh, – get teams that beat us, yeah, by the way, now, on the now, road.
1: Yeah, you get the uh, revenge week. Yeah, that's home. right,
2: UNLV, Boise State. Yeah. Yep.
1: And uh, and those are games that, frankly, Utah State will be favored in and, and you, you hope they're able to find a way. But, by the way, if you're driving home right now, crowd tonight was just outstanding
2: oh unbelievable and, and we needed it tonight and not just the student section but you know the fans behind us were on their feet you know and, and again it goes back to that block from Alfonso that really got the crowd going they had been sitting on their hands for so long because there wasn't much to cheer we couldn't get anything you know consecut- consecutively going and boy after that we just really decided to put the lockdown defensive clamps on uh, Colorado State
1: Utah State with the victory tonight, seventy-seven to sixty-one, as the Aggies get the huge W against Colorado State. A game that, frankly, and I mean, we, we talked about it being a bit must-win, but I'll say it now that the game's over, they really needed to have that one. Yeah, yeah no
2: doubt about it. I mean, that's um, that. It's it's just uh, you know, all all the dominoes just stay stay upright if you win this game, and then you have a chance to kind of, you know, with um, with. San Jose State beating Air Force, and then kind of those other other factors come into play. But, I mean, really, every game at home is an absolute must-win from the rest of the way. We've we've used all of our house money so far yeah. by giving away some games on the road that we should
1: have won. 77-61, your final in this one. We'll take a break, come back, and uh, you'll hear from uh, Alfonso Anderson and Craig Smith. Tell you what, y- Craig Smith's a really, you know, he's an emotional guy anyway, but – when uh, walkie seeing him with the double fist pumps, <laughs> you knew this game really mattered
2: oh yeah, and I mean there's a you know it's personal to him at this point uh Colorado State his former um, you know coaching uh, running mate over there, and you know Aggie's kind of coming out of the out of the woes a little bit, so this one meant a lot he was fired up and and I'll tell you what he made some he made some adjustments today in the timeout that that um, re- really made the difference in the game, and a lot of it came from unfortunately being on the wrong side yeah. um, in a couple games previously. So credit credit the coaching staff. I thought they um, you know extended minutes of some guys down the stretch where, where they hadn't really been doing that. So good adjustments by the coaching staff and excellent execution by the uh, players on the floor.
1: Take a break, come back, and uh, continue on with our postgame show. Utah State gets a victory 77-61 on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Welcome on back. You're listening to Aggie Basketball from Learfield IMG College. Utah State gets a victory, 77 to 61. Alfonso Anderson, kind enough to join us. Um, all right, there is. Okay, so at the 10:13 mark, play of the game, block. Alfonso Anderson, <laughs> talk us through it because I think the game changed at that point.
3: Uh, I mean, we threw a turnover. It was a tough pass. I couldn't get to it, um, but. I just didn't want to quit on the play, sprinted back. I thought he was going to try to dunk it. I was going to meet him at the rim, but he laid it up, and I was able to get a hand on it.
1: And so the ball goes back to Colorado State. You guys get the stop. And at that point in that game, it's a tie game at 52 apiece, and that's when you guys went on your run at that point, point. Um, and you push it to a double-digit lead, and it never got close after that.
3: Yeah. Uh, I mean, I th- I think I mean that, that, that kind of helped with some momentum, but uh, – I mean for for this for a whole week I think we've been really locked in just competing and knowing that we got a lot to prove. We're not like coming in we had a lot of accolades and everything but like now I think it's just really grit time and we got to go get it.
2: Yeah, and I thought the team showed that um you know after that after that block defensively. I mean, you stayed on the floor for a long time and I thought that group you were really the catalyst. What it, what was talked about in the timeout to get you guys that locked in defensively?
3: Uh, you know, just keep competing. Uh they they went on some runs. Uh Number 31 made some tough shots, uh, hands all in his face. But, uh, I mean, we just we just made a f- few quick adjustments, and it was really just competing and willing to win. So
1: You looked really confident offensively out there tonight. Did you feel that?
3: Uh, yeah. I've been struggling a little bit, so it, that, that felt good just to go out there and just not think about it, just go play basketball. I've been doing it forever, so I just got to go do it.
2: Yeah, I mentioned one of your plays, that that's the reason I fell in love with you, early on in the season, just that continued to compete. Walk us through. I mean, that's a hard thing to kind of get in the – I'm not saying the doghouse, but you kind of mentally were a little down. You could see it in your play. But, man, you came back, and these last couple games you've really turned it on. What have you done mentally to stay in the game?
3: I appreciate that. Um, But really just, uh, I mean, getting in the gym even more. I was in the gym a lot, but, um, I mean, something wasn't working, so I was in the gym more trying to figure it out. Just competing and then really just – going into practice, like, just going to get it. Like, I, I've just been really passive and kind of, I don't know, just just not playing like myself. Mm-hmm. And it just – I didn't know what it was, but I was just it was just trying to figure it out. But I just got to go out there and play aggressive and play my game and just make it happen.
2: Well, I tip my hat to you because I thought these last couple games you've really come on, and tonight you were the difference in the game. I appreciate that.
1: Well, and, and too, it looked like, you know, we had talked about these Colorado State guards. That guard line's really quick. Yeah. Uh, but they're small, and it seemed like you guys took advantage of – you could play small ball, but also Still have that <laughs> have that big advantage. Does that make sense? Yeah,
3: no doubt. Um, yeah, those guards are those guards are really quick, um, really scrappy too defensively. Like a lot of times, you think it'd be easy to just get get in those guards, but they're so they get under you, so it's hard to kind mm-hmm. of get position and do those things. So they fought hard. Uh, we just kind of our length kind of bothered them de- on the offensive end, and then uh, offensively, we were able to just score at the rim a little easier.
2: Go ahead, Scotty.
1: Well, I just. Um, one thing I wanted to talk about, Roddy, because he's been everybody's been talking about this guy. That guy's big and strong, but for the most part, you guys neutralized him in this game tonight. What were you able to do against him?
3: Um, well, he's been he's been hot, like you said. Uh, we just really tried to eliminate his touches. Um, they were they were they were trying to pick us apart on those post touches, but. Uh, I mean just as long we were making them catch the bar fall out far out and uh just kind of making them feel uncomfortable like when you got when you guys get when you get guys getting in a rhythm it's it's tough to I mean it's tough to really stop them if they can if they know what they're doing so yeah. just kind of keeping them on edge and feeling uncomfortable
1: There was a uh, and and again I don't know if if you know a play I'm talking about but Roddy it was I don't know what midway through the first yeah, half probably. and he tried to challenge Kata, and Keda <laughs> just put it right back in him it's like okay <laughs> You're still a freshman. <laughs> calm, calm, calm down. Yeah. You're, you're not dunking on the big guy. Yeah, no yeah.
3: doubt. Uh, Nimi's, Nimi's been looking great. He's, I think he's really healthy, um, getting his confidence back. And like I like I said, the whole team has just kind of got that grit about him right now. Yeah. It's, and I, lo- I love it. Mm-hmm. Just that practice every day, we're just competing. So
1: I know, the uh, obviously, we know how the Boise State game ended. But I thought, you know, before that end, you guys played some of your best basketball of the season. You played great against Air Force. You played great against tonight. Is this team starting to peak right now? Um, I
3: mean, we we just got to get better every day. Uh, we got to take one game at a time. We lost some tough ones. Uh, we won some good ones. But right now, we just got to go one and zero each game. So we're just we just got to lock in and keep competing in practice, and it'll translate to the games. Love it, man. No Appreciate doubt. it. Appreciate it. Thanks, man. Yeah, great having job me.
1: tonight. No doubt. Big win tonight. Utah State gets it done. Final score in this one. Utah State gets the 16-point victory. 77-61. Picking up their 16th win of the season. Take a break. Come back. You're listening to Aggie Basketball from Learfield IMG College. Utah State gets the W tonight. 77-61. Improving to 16 and six on the season, and back above 500 in conference play at five and four.
2: More importantly, right? More I think more uh, than, yeah. you know, keeping that, keeping your head above water. Now we need to kind of extend that a little bit, um, and and uh, you know, I think their mindset from from what Fonz was saying in the post game that their mind is right. I mean, they they understand that all expect everything's erased and we're starting at zero, and that's that's positive for me to hear. High pick and roll was really fun to watch tonight. Oh, my goodness. It reminded me so much of last year. And just the time management. I mean, that was a clinic. Colorado State had no answer. Um, you know, they didn't even take a timeout to try to adjust it. But that high pick and roll, the first one where, where Nico jumps way out on Sam and he makes a little two-handed pocket pass, not between their legs, but between the two of their legs. And, uh, you, you know, Nimi just does what he does. He kind of has that little, you know, dunk with the old Shaquille O'Neal dunk. I thought the, uh, the backboard might come down on that one.
1: Well, and and you thought this whole arena was going to come down too because the place just absolutely exploded. But, you know, your three keys in this one, rebounds, defense, and time management, Aggies were just phenomenal down the stretch on that
2: yeah I mean I thought we checked all the boxes um, and and you know you we always said you know it was so hard after that Boise game to kind of interview you know coach I didn't quite know what to say you'd ever want to you know bring up the obvious but you know I brought up that old that old adage of you're either winning or losing winning or learning in college basketball and and uh, you know we're not professional players um, and I thought they they made the the adjustments. They came back and won the rebounding battle really when it mattered and they ended up, uh, you know, 35 to 26. So, um, you know, nine, nine rebound average when we shot really well, so we didn't have a lot of chances to rebound. And then you know, just their defense, I thought, just locked them down. And then time management, they did such a good job of just using the shot clock and waiting till there was 10 seconds left and then coming out on that high pick and roll and, and putting Diogo in a pick and roll with him to make them switch to get uh, uh, Thistlewood on him. I mean, it was just a clinic uh, down the stretch.
1: Let's talk a little bit about Diogo. He comes in in the second half, and Thistlewood was just hitting everything. Uh, they put Di- – and, and, look, I know Diogo has, has taken – you know, look, there's been some criticism, and some of it's probably been deserved for Diogo this year, but Diogo comes in defensively, and – you don't hear from Thistlewood the rest of the game.
2: No, and I, I mean, I mean he had made three straight or two straight, and the other one was this barely back iron. And and uh, with Diogo coming in, I mean, that's that's really what he does. And I'll tell you what, there were three or four hustle plays, you know, defensively. He ends up, um, Kata had blocked one at the rim, and the ball's about to go out of bounds and stay with Colorado State um, deep in the corner. And there's Diogo jumping into the fan section and throwing it off, uh, off a Colorado State player. And, and uh, you know, despite the turnovers, and, and we understand he made a huge, Huge three, by the way, to kind of get himself off the off the schneid from beyond the arc. But those hustle plays, you know, that's what he does. And I thought, you know, keeping him on the floor the entire second half, if I'm not mistaken, was really um, another key to the victory.
1: By the way, Utah State, when uh, when it was uh, 77-60, or it was 52-52, when Anderson got that block shot, and then uh, Utah State essentially ends the game on a twenty-five to nine run.
2: Yeah, it was it was that score forever. And yeah, and uh, you, I mean, you called it the play of the game, and and uh, you know, defensively, you know, off a of turnover, I definitely thought that 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 got the Aggies going. And then Sam Merrill. Yeah, I mean, Sam yeah. Merrill just poised under control, jumping up, shooting a couple in which causes Colorado State to, to jump him defensively. Um, and I, I mean that, that they're, they're jumping out on ball screens or whenever he catches it, trying to run him off the line is what I mean by that. And Sam just makes the right play. Yeah, um, he made the right pass and and uh, just uh, really took over the game offensively.
1: That's a kid that's been playing basketball for a long time. Oh yeah, no doubt I mean, about that, it. That's just a basketball IQ that's just second to none.
2: Yeah, I mean it's hard to teach. He's a he's a floor general. He's a second coach on the floor, um, and you know Diogo does a great job on that as well, kind of directing players where to go to play around him and. Um, Sean Sean Berstow, there's another guy, kind of a key defensively that that gave us some length, you know, and while Bean was on the bench, and and uh, he and he Anderson and and Cada, that's a big, you know, three four five lineup.
1: Aggie shot 68 percent from the field in the second half, 66 percent from three, and also 66 percent from the free throw line. How about wow, that?
2: That's good numbers. Um,
1: yeah, but overall uh, Utah State, they're probably their best shooting night of the of the season, certainly in Mountain West Conference play, 59% for the game and 43%. A team that had been shooting 25% from three in Mountain West Conference play tonight uh, takes the lid off at
2: 43%. And a, and a different style than we're used yeah. to, right? I think Craig mentioned it on the post-game show um, it, it, last game that he was calling more set Sets. plays. Yeah. But it, it wasn't as, as willy-nilly. Now, in the first half, though, I thought the ball stuck a little bit and we were kind of lagging. But second half, I thought it was it was – uh, we took care of the ball. We set good screens. You know, we really did a good job of, of almost slowing the game down, and we definitely yeah. took the air out of the ball there late.
1: All right, take another break. Come back. You're listening to Aggie basketball from Learfield IMG College. Utah State gets a impressive victory tonight over a Colorado State team that had won uh, that had won five in a row coming into the game tonight. And, by the way, their point totals over this five-game winning streak, 72-81, 105-78, 86 and the Aggies hold them to 61 tonight.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, it, again, it was all defensive effort and and uh, you know finishing the defensive possession by by owning the boards and and um, I mean just listen to those numbers. I was nervous coming into today's game and and we didn't uh, mince any words in the pregame. They had uh, they had been playing really well, but so had we. Now the defensive effort in the second half was was really the difference in the game, in my opinion. Yeah,
1: and frankly, you want you know the last 10 minutes, honestly, because. Remember, Colorado true. State was hitting everything to start the second half.
2: That's true. I mean, we came out when both teams were, I mean, in the high – almost 70s, right? Shooting in the uh, 70% both teams, and, and uh, you're right, about the last 10 minutes, and it all keyed with, with your play of the game, Fawns blocking that ball at am, the rim.
1: Am I making too much out of that?
2: I don't think so, and I don't think I, – I, I think we watched the game differently probably than others, yeah. but it, it was the point for me – that got the crowd going and i thought yeah. that really you know that if there's anything as a, as as someone who's been on the bench in the spectrum when it's so loud that you can't hear the whistle and everyone keeps playing many 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 seconds after yeah. the whistle and you can't hear anything cuz your ears are ringing that's exciting and that gets you going and and that's uh man you just play a little harder when you got the crowd behind us so credit to the to the fans for bringing the bringing the Spectrum Magic tonight.
1: We'll go through some some individual stat totals on this one. Utah State with a huge win tonight, 77-61 over Colorado State. And you heard it all right here on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. All right, welcome on back. 77-61, the final in this one. Utah State gets the W. Craig Smith joining us here on the uh, post-game conversation. Go Aggies! How about that one? Yeah, that was a fun game. All right, 52-52. 10-13 left to go in the game. You turn the ball over. Anderson tracks it down, gets a block at the rim, and out of bounds. Colorado State's unable to convert any points out of that possession. I've been telling coach that's my play of the game because after that you end up the game on a, uh, I think a 25 to nine run.
4: Yeah. I think that was out of an end out and they Mm -hmm. went to the kind of their zone going back to man and, and, um, uh, but that was a big time play. And that's where Fonz has probably had his, not probably uh, for sure has had his, uh, best two practices in a long time. And not that he was lazy or not, but he was making multiple effort plays in practice and he made him to, and it's funny how that works, yeah, you know, and, Uh, I thought he made a lot of multiple effort plays tonight, and that one uh, signified that whole thing. And and I thought our team did that um, for the whole night. But you're right. After that point, we just finished with a flourish.
2: You you do a great job of recognizing the crowd and how important they are. But that block set them on fire, and they never – we couldn't hear the whistle after that. And then did that key the defensive effort? Because from that time on, you were locked down.
4: Yeah, you know, I I thought we really defended well in the first half. Obviously, the second half, um, the first, what, five minutes, we couldn't stop them. They couldn't stop us. And it was just yin and yang. And, of course, Thistlewood, and he can do that, gets nine straight points to start the half. But there's no doubt, playing at home court and our fans are as – you know, as good as it gets in the country, and I would say the best, but everybody would say, oh, like." but it's as good as it gets, no doubt. And this home court arena is incredible, and you just feel it, and everybody feels it. And But that's what we've always told our guys. Utah fans are so smart, and they appreciate tough guy plays, unselfish plays, and, um, and discipline. And, and I thought we had that um, pretty much the whole night tonight. I know it's been kind of an up-and-down year for Diogo, but I thought when you put him on Thistlewood, he uh, defensively, I thought he was
1: great tonight.
4: Changed the game. Uh, I thought he had a good run. the first, Well, I thought he was good the first half defensively. Obviously, he was really loose with the ball, and some just kind of just, um, how do you say it, with the turnovers? <laughs> not, not only catastrophic, yeah. but that was part of the issue. When, when we were up 13 in the first half, the next nine possessions go into half. We have five turnovers, yeah. and I don't know how many of them were catastrophic, where not only are their turnovers are leading to direct points. Yeah. So uh, a couple things we we started sending three back instead of three of the offensive boards like we normally do. We said no, nope, we're going to send three back, keep them out of transition, make them score in the half court, and um, uh, and then you know. Um, 31 Thistlewood Jays up Brock right in the right corner and number one job on Thistlewood is you make him dribble to a shot you cannot just let him stand there and then he came off the double stagger and he kind of gets an angle and you know we chased it out which is what we're supposed to do but like when I talked to Brock right here look to we call it a whip so you're chasing and at the last second because of the angle of the screen if you can just slide under it that's hard to fade it out because there's just no space and then we foul so Diogo gets in there and he shut him down and I thought a few things. Sh- shutting Thistlewood down after that 9-0 run. I thought Sam was – I know we're going to talk about Sam, but I thought uh, – I, I believe um, their leading scorer on the year, Isaiah Stevens, who's a phenomenal player, he had four points with about two minutes to go. Yeah. And Sam just takes that challenge personally uh, to do that. And it's not just one guy, but it's mainly Sam. And then I thought our post-defense was very, very good most of the night on Roddy and um, Carvacho, and I thought our doubles um, just kind of got them off attack. Mm -hmm. And there's always yin and yang, right? We gave up a few open looks. um, They missed most of them. So there's yin and yang, and if you can keep them off attack around the rim, we felt like that was going to be huge tonight. You know, and
1: and Roddy had been on a hot streak, and he's a big, strong body, and you could tell he wanted to take that out for a test drive against Cata. And uh, in the first half, he realized that that's that's not going to be a good idea.
4: Yeah, uh, uh, that was Kato was waiting. <laughs> <laughs> There's no doubt about that. And um, but you know you you look at his line, no turnovers with all those doubles, um, four assists for him. He's he's going to be and he gets four offense rebounds. I think two of those are really late. Yeah. Um, but we once we, uh, I thought we did a better job the last ten minutes. We really harped on our doubles a lot. We were just some at times undisciplined, especially our fives coming in on Roddy. And, and he was splitting us. And you just can't let – if you're coming to the double, you better not uh, – rule number 1A, don't get split, run B is don't get spun to the baseline. And so um, once we tightened that up, I thought we did a better job. And then, you know, we finally – you know, the second half against Air Force, we shoot 50% in the second half tonight to have the disparity of holding them to 34% from the field. And we um, shoot 68% was huge, and we finally made some plays later in the clock, whereas we hadn't been in this kind of rut, and quite, honestly, a lot of the year, we hadn't made a lot of like just plays late in the clock where you know um, in, I think great teams do that.
2: Well, I want to I get to Sam and I want to get to late game. Um, we, we talked before about winning or learning. Talk about last six or so five or so minutes of the game where you just deflated. And ran an absolute clinic with those two in the high pick and roll, and Diogo coming up to get the switch was a great was a great idea.
4: Yeah, so uh, you know, <clears throat> we just controlled it, and we wanted to get our two best players in in that kind of an action. Uh, we're just keep the ball in Sam's hands, right? Like mm-hmm. the way he was feeling it, and we all know as good as a shooter is, he's probably even a better passer, and, um, and we just got him in some tough spots. You know, we had kind of. Been going more to set plays a lot, and then I thought this game we were just better in motion for mm-hmm. the most part, and then obviously late just slowing them down, getting them into kind of mid-screener role, keeping the ball in the middle third of the court um, where it's harder for them to ice and just pin us on a side, mm-hmm. and now maybe you have longer passes and all those kind of things. And and Sam obviously heard him meet me with the dunk um, twice. Yeah. And uh, and the one time they didn't get, they tried to ice it, and Nimi slips out of it. Sam just drives it. This was early at the start of it. Just gets to his left hand for a layup. Um, so our guys did a great job. Then we obviously got some of the switches, which we haven't done a whole lot of that. And I just I think that's something we need to do to create some mismatch, you know, opportunities, um, you know, with those types of teams. So. And our guys love it. Nemi's a really good pick and roll big. Oh, no doubt. Uh, and yeah. we don't have a lot of pick and roll guards, mm-hmm. the way our team is built right now. You know, we got just, one really good, good one. But <laughs> we do have one really good one. And Bearstill will get there. Yeah, he's just, he's just not quite there yet. But mm-hmm. when we can get Bearstill on the move, especially. Um, uh, so, uh, but man, they put on they did put on a clinic, and we just kept getting stop after stop. I think we had, well, I know for a fact we had ten straight stops. And, and what was it, 17 out of the last um, 20 or something like that. So um, it's amazing when you defend like that. We've had four really good defensive games in a row now. You see what Nevada's doing to teams. Yeah. Uh, this team just three games ago goes 19 at 26 from the three. Uh, now that was at home, but still, um, you know, these guys can put some big-time runs together, and I think we held them to one – big run they had two runs where they were scoring a lot but we were answering every time early in the second half and then uh finally i I mean look
1: every post game show could be a sam merrill appreciation show but i mean that kid had a look in his eye like you know what no not not tonight
4: no it's uh that dude's a winner he's taking things i don't want to say personally but he's putting it on his shoulders and he's been putting us you know on his shoulders so to speak but he has that look And, and to sam's credit this is the healthiest he's been all year. Like, it's just it's just how it goes. And so uh, it's great to see him move the way he's moving. He's an ultimate competitor. And you know how it is at this time of year with seniors. We have nine regular season games left, and you you start. Oh, yeah. It's the end, man. And you want to grasp every second that you got. And he's doing it in practice with his communication and being on the floor and constantly talking to those guys. And you see he's doing stuff I've never seen him do. Like we're doing, we start almost every practice with our walk through the other opponent, and then we stretch for 10 minutes, and then we go two ball dribbling and different sorts of. And and I always like run and high five, you know. Hey, let's go, Trevin. Let's go, Nimi. Let's go and hit everybody on the. And now he's doing that to every guy. Mm. And so it's subtle things like that that leaders do. And and how do they say? Good players know how to get themselves ready. Great players know how to get their team ready. And he's just taking it upon himself, and he's doing a heck of a job. And now we've got to keep going. We haven't been great on the road. We've been really good on neutrals. We only have one true road win at San Jose. And we got to find a way on Tuesday night on a quick turnaround again to go into Wyoming and take care of business. I reminded the guys, when I, when I first met with every player, I said, where's the toughest place to play in the league? Sam Merrill, Wyoming. Abel Porter, Wyoming. Diogo Brito, Wyoming. And so – Say what you want about this, that, or the other. You gotta have your mind right with, the, with, with the different circumstances in a in a quieter arena. Generally speaking, and everything else that goes uh, with it. Hell of a W tonight. All right. Hey, thanks, Scotty. We got yeah, it. Great that job. One. Thank great you guys. Job. Go yes, Aggies.
1: Sir. Thanks everybody for coming out. Final in this one, one, seventy-seven, sixty-one. Aggies will be a week away from the Spectrum. Next home game will be UNLV on February fifth and then uh, Boise State uh, coming up on uh, February 8th. But next week, January 28th against Wyoming, and then a big one against San Diego State on February 1st. Big thanks to everyone who helped out tonight uh, for Ajay Salveson keeping us on the air. Uh, Alex Lumberg back in studio with the scoreboard updates and uh, making sure that the uh, trains run on time back there for Coach Beckert. I'm Scott Gerrard. Big win tonight, 77-61, and you heard it all right here on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College.
0: On the Aggie Sports Network, from Learfield IMG College, Aggie basketball has been brought to you by Ford. Go further. S. C. E. Needham Jewelers, where Utah gets engaged. America First Credit Union, financial solutions for every need. And by New York Life. Be good at life. The proceeding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Aggie Sports Network.